He surely never prays at all who does not end the day as all men wish to end their lives, in prayer. In many households, the gathering of the family for evening prayer is more easy than the morning opportunity, and in all the tents of our Israel the evening sacrifices should be solemnly remembered. Here we cowered down beneath the wings of the Eternal. Let us entreat Him to deliver us from the terror by night, and give us safe dwelling in His secret place. It is blessed work to set the night wardens in their posts by supplication, and then commit ourselves without fear to the embraces of divine love. Having had the seal of our Master's blessing set upon our former volume entitled Morning by Morning, we have felt encouraged to give our best attention to the present series of brief meditations, and we send them forth with importunate prayer for a blessing to rest upon every reader. Already more than twenty thousand readers are among our morning fellow worshippers. Oh, that all may receive grace from the Lord by means of the portion read, and when a similar number shall be gathered to read the evening selection, may the Father's smile be their benison. We have striven to keep out of the common track, and hence we have used unusual texts and have brought forward neglected subjects. The vice of many religious works is their dullness. From this we have striven to be free. Our friends must judge how far successfully. Out of our own experience we have drawn much of our matter, and we have always felt assured that a truth that has been sanctioned to our own good will not be without unkin for others. If we may lead one heart upward, which otherwise had dropped or so in a single mind a holy purpose, which else had never been conceived, we shall be grateful. The Lord send us such results in thousands of instances, and His shall be all the praise. The longer we live, the more deeply we are conscious that the Holy Spirit alone can make truth profitable to the heart. And therefore, in earnest prayer, we commit this volume and its companion to His care. C. H. Spurgeon, May, 1868Evening by Evening Readings, January 1st. We will be glad and rejoice in Thee. Song of Solomon, Canticles. Chapter 1, verse 4. We will be glad and rejoice in Thee. We will not open the gates of the year to the dolorous notes of the sackbut, but to the sweet strains of the harp of joy and the high-sounding cymbals of gladness. O oh, come! Let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise unto the rock of our salvation. We the called, and faithful, and chosen, we will drive away our griefs, and set up our banners of confidence in the name of God. Let others lament over their troubles. We who have the sweetening tree to cast into Mara's bitter pool, with joy will magnify the Lord. Eternal Spirit, our effectual comforter, we who are the temples in which Thou dwellest, we will never cease from adoring and blessing the name of Jesus. We will. We are resolved about it. Jesus must have the crown of our heart's delight. We will not dishonor our bridegroom by mourning in His presence. 
We are ordained to the minstrels of the skies. Let us rehearse our everlasting anthem before we sing in the halls of the new Jerusalem. We will be glad and rejoice. Two words with one sense, double joy. Blessedness upon blessedness. Need there be any limit to our rejoicing in the Lord even now? Do not men of grace find their Lord to be the camphor and spikenard, calmus and cinnamon, even now? And what better fragrance have they in heaven itself? We will be glad and rejoice in thee. That last word is the meat in the dish, the kernel of the nut, the soul of the text. What heavens are laid up in Jesus! What rivers of infinite bliss have their source, I and every drop of their fullness, in Him. Since, O sweet Lord Jesus, Thou art the present portion of Thy people, favor us.